Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Tana Talk Soccer Podcast. I am back again back with a very very good episode please not forget to like share and subscribe that's the only way to make people know that you are listening to the best football podcast out there today i'm not here alone i'm here with utko i don't know if you remember him because it's been a while but what's up how are you doing uh hello man uh it's great to be here again it's been a while man it's been a long while too long long time coming yeah i brought him back because as you know or you may not know maybe i'm not i'm not about to like presume or jump into conclusion uh fanabachi wonder kid has signed for Real Madrid and it's created a lot of buzz, a lot of interaction. The whole world is talking about it. So uh, I'm going to talk about it first here. So firstly, how do you feel? How do you feel with him gone now? I mean, uh, I feel like uh, it feels sad. You know, it's like seeing one of your one of your children go. Because yeah. like he was the most talented Fenerbahce player I have ever seen. Par Alex, Alex de Souza back in the days. And uh, I don't know how good Alex was back uh, when he was 16, 17, and I've watched him since like I watched Arda since he was like 15, and he's like the best Turkish talent like ever probably, and I might be overrating him because I'm a big fan of Bacha guys, you know, but uh, he was different, man. He was a wizard with the wall, and uh, we will see, man. We will see how he does in Real Madrid. How do you think, uh, how would you rate his time at Fenerbahce, if you want to call his... I know his career has just started, but he's spent like, I don't know, he's played like maybe 60-something uh, first-team games. Yeah. So how would you rate that, in terms uh, of his time like, at Fenerbahce? Uh, he was playing really good in in a lot of his games, you know. He, he always created, he had GAs, uh, like, he scored a banger goal and he assisted a great one. Maybe you watched the, the yeah. Trivella assist he did yeah. to Valencia from his uh, highlights. Uh, he's really good, man. He's probably gonna be better than Mesut Ozil. Uh, the people really uh, make him look like Mesut Ozil in the transfer market, and uh, with him being gone to Real Madrid, like he's been, he's, they are saying the next Ozil, but he's gonna be better than Ozil for sure. 
because he he's like he shoots out the gate. You watched it. Yeah. I have seen his highlights. Yeah, but that's a massive claim, though. That's a massive claim. That's a massive claim. I see Ozil is a real OG. Like I feel, of course, as he as he progressed into his career at Arsenal, he became less. What should I say? Less of a protagonist in terms of wanting to shoot. But even even from from Werder Bremen, you know, Ozil can score goals and and will score goals. His goal his goal his goal tally is not insane. But of course, if you mix that up with his assist tally, then his his goal contribution is is massive. I feel okay. you've dropped a very big bomb here that yeah, yeah. cannot go ignored. Because uh, let me explain myself, man. Like it's it's like he's one of my children, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's like. I like Mr. Ozil, but his time in Fenerbahce was so bad, so I cannot like I have recency bias towards him. And uh, like his time in Arsenal was mediocre, if you ask me. Like his first <laughs> few years were good, but uh, the last years were he was like pushed out of the. I mean, yeah, he wasn't league. playing at all. Yeah, he wasn't playing. Uh, so um, I have recency bias. Like again, like I don't like Mr. Ozil. I don't like how he treated Fenerbahce. Uh, Fenerbahce is like, like he's. His time there, he scored in Derby, Goldstrike Derby, and that's the only memorable thing I can say about Mr. time at Fenerbahce. But uh, as for Arda Güler, like he's different, man. You can see, like in 17, I, I don't know any player who could make the passes he does, like dribbling skills out the gates, shooting skills out the gates, doing in the big stage too. Uh, he just won us a cup, and he was the man of the match in Turkish Cup. And he scored a banger goal in national team too. If you yeah, watched. yeah, like, I saw that. I, I yeah. don't remember any guy at age 17, 18 doing that in like the big stages. You know, like he's gonna be one of the best in the game, hopefully. And uh, as to uh, how he will work in Real Madrid, because I think you you are gonna ask. Yeah, that yeah, next. that's that's gonna come. Uh, what do you think first? Like, I feel I feel first of all, yeah, he's done quite a lot. But I want to ask why why didn't he play more as well? What do you think? Uh, because of the coach's problems, I uh, again like uh, my Fenerbahce fan friends would know. Uh, the coach uh, Jorge Jesus yeah. had a on had a agenda which I didn't understand against Arda uh, at the start of the season, and he picked up a lot of minutes. He was doing his 90 minutes stints uh, at the end of the season, and I don't know why. Uh, he was playing Irfan Can instead of Arda for the big period of the season and there is no explanation for it, you know, Arda, whenever he came on and played 10 minutes and his 10 minutes were better than Irfan Can's 80 minutes prior to it. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I don't know what agenda and what was he thinking, uh, but he reverted back on it and started playing Arda and that's how he got his, got his move to Real Madrid, the biggest team in, in the world, world yeah do you think do you think he's a bit overrated do you think do you think there's any chance he doesn't he's not quite as good as because there's been a lot of young stars that it's not quite translated into those performances whether you go from maybe Hatem Benafa even Christian Pulisic yeah. now moving to Milan like there's yeah. like to be a top level footballer just put it like that you have to be freaking good and a lot of yeah. them are actually very 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 good at football it's that simple so I feel to to be so certain that a player is going to make it at the top level, I think it's more than talent. Is there anything you, for example, see in this kid that you feel like, yeah, this one is not, he's he's not going to have a work career. I mean, even if he doesn't make it at Real Madrid, he can go to an Arsenal or like you know, a Tottenham, for example, yeah. and blow up the Premier League. Like yeah. as far as his career is concerned, I feel like he will be fine. He'll have like maybe at least a solid ten years. But it's like now he's gone to Real Madrid and people are expecting, oh, maybe like for example, a message also at Real Madrid where you're the main 
creator they give you the ball like you're a mainstay in the biggest team in the world that's what people are expecting from him in uh i mean maybe not this season but soon enough right yeah is there anything you see in him that makes you feel like bang on this guy's going to actually go on and do that okay uh the first of all the you said that uh do you find him overrated yeah overrated by me like i overrate him a lot because i like the kid a lot yeah uh, like uh, one of my friends personally met the, met the guy at a, a, a meatball shop uh, back in like 2 a.m and he was so cute so cool yeah. guy and he's so down to earth and he could like he's still very young you know but uh about his game that i like the most the dribbling skills the uh decision making so uh the turkish league isn't really hard uh for uh, creative players maybe yeah. uh, you, you don't really watch turkish league i, I mean I, I watch a few times but it's like yeah i understand yeah, what you're saying slower, in terms of the quality it's, yeah it's very slower than uh, compared to uh, premier league but uh in turkish league it's easier for creative players to shine and go to somewhere else you know uh, you remember Arda Turan of course uh, who went to uh, Atletico Madrid, Madrid. And, uh, Barcelona and like the other uh, Turkish creative players like uh, Hakan Çalhanoğlu uh, he really didn't play in Turkish league but uh, the Turkish creative players they make brands you know Mustozil is not really uh, you couldn't really count him as Turkish because he chose German uh, national team but the uh the creative turkish player is a brand right now yeah. and arda gular is following that trend and people are probably saying like mesut ozil watch for this guy and mesut ozil is a top guy so he must know something or how can chalonol watch for this guy and the, these are really good creative very good dribblers very good assisters very good scorers too uh in midfield region so uh we will see uh what i like Uh, about his game myself uh like his decision making is insane like yeah uh, the one only a uh, bad game he had that i watched was the galatasaray derby which he really didn't play that good yeah. and he was pocketed by kazimjan and uh other than that the get, the 90 minutes that he had uh, he always produced something like he always produced key passes assists Uh, you, he, he's just such a danger when he's in. Yeah, yeah. Man, he's such a danger, and at age 17, 18, like no wonder, no wonder I'm so excited and overrating this guy maybe a little bit. Uh, will he translate to Real Madrid? Uh, what do you think about that? <sighs> I, I don't think immediately. I feel like it's tough there. Even if you look at if you look at the the midfield talent they have there, at all young ages like Valverde, Chouameni, Kamavinga yeah, is crazy. And I think the problem for someone like him is a lot of coaches can do without a player like him. That's the problem. Like there's a lot of players that fall under that bracket of they are very very talented. Like no one can deny that, but it's like they're just in a space where they play between the half spaces and sometimes coaches just want proper CMs like play through Federico Valverde's there. People who can go box to box, can attack just so pa pace and power. So I feel for him I feel the pressure is a lot more on him than even the fellow young Real Madrid players because it's almost like he's like Isco, you know, like okay, why should we why should we play Isco again at Real Madrid? You know what I'm saying? Or like yeah. David Silva being phased out of or Mesut Ozil being phased out. He's like a dying breed of player. Yeah. You know, you really see players people just play like flat flat fourth if there's people like Kevin De Bruyne or Ilkay Gundogan before they're in the midfield. You don't really see this like David Silva, Philippe Coutinho, these players they are dying breed. So I feel for him there is It's a lot of pressure because he is 100% dispensable. Like for him to actually just be a mainstay in a team like Real Madrid, yeah. it just has to be 
too good like too good yeah. unbelievably good oh, I understand that. and uh, that's a lot of pressure on him I don't know you get that's a lot of pressure and it's also easy for things to maybe go south like how will he deal with not playing because this is freaking Real Madrid like even Real Madrid fans be complaining about I'm not even talking about Tony Cruz and Luka Modric like Real Madrid fans complain oh these guys are old but on the bigger bar the, the second leg against um, against Manchester City where they were really poor but that game every single big game they busted those two guys are still really freaking good at yeah, football definitely like that's that's the thing and you have people like Chumeni, Kamavinga, Valverde all these guys coming into the Jude Bellingham as well I didn't yeah. even mention that so yeah, it, yeah, you forgot that man so it's like it's crazy competition there yeah it's crazy so yeah man like it's just a lot of talent <laughs> yeah it's it's I definitely understand that man uh the other Ar- regular said that maybe you saw that uh he was gonna be mentored by Modric a lot yeah uh, I don't believe that he will have many minutes this season but once cross and Modric uh, actually retires next season by 2024 we will see like Arda more and more and uh, I think uh, these Real Madrid's Uh, midfield system has to be a little bit tweaked for Arda because like you said uh, they play as two eights and one six or maybe uh, two box-to-box players yeah. and one defensive uh, midfielder and Arda Gular doesn't really fit to any of these yeah, Arda Gular ha- has to be playing at a different system to be uh, as productive as he is maybe like uh, he's I watched him in midfield like an eight and a half more lenient in a ten Uh, type uh, yeah. position before and he was he put on some really good work rate like he was winning back balls and creating but he was getting tired really really fast and you could see and you he was like starting to walk around by uh, 70th uh, 60th minute yeah I really give give it to his age like he has to work really hard to make his body the best it can be uh, he has to uh, up his stamina to really fit in and work at Real Madrid because Uh, you, you really can see him. Uh, I, if I was Arda, I would base my game off De Bruyne and try to be like him, you know. Or David Silva, to be honest, because when when Pep Guardiola came to Manchester City, David Silva was a pure ten, and Guardiola brought him back into CM. I remember the first the first season when he did that. I think Manchester City were playing the Champions League uh, playoffs. Then fourth position, we will play the the playoffs yeah. to qualify. And it was it was a bit. I remember Man City considered one goal. In fact, he played Damsel as the DM before he now. And I was like, is this guy crazy? I feel Manchester City lost a few games then, but when he started getting used to that role and his worker was just so brilliant. Even see what he's doing with Bernardo Silva yeah. in CM. So in my opinion, right? In my opinion, I feel like football is so fast and physical, and everyone is pressing now, and the game is just so like high intensity that Arda needs to learn a lot of things. If not, it's going to be it's going to be hard for him. There's players like, as I said, Luka Modric. That's also a very good example of a player who was a 10, could play on the wings, and came to Real Madrid and had to and had to hold his own in midfield. There's a lot of players yeah. like that, even yeah. with Liverpool, Gini Vijnaldum, at Feyenoorder at Newcastle. He played the wings, he played the 10, he played supporting striker. Came to Liverpool, no, come back. You know what I'm saying? Coutinho was a 10, had to go to the wings. So mm-hmm. football is like so like so flat now, and I feel like he has to do that. Like he has to look at. The Luka Modric reference is very good for him because Luka is also a player who had so much flair, so much energy. And like when Luka is in and around the edge of the box, you see that his number 10 side again is almost like putting a number 10 deep in field. That's why he can beat presses so easily deep. Yeah. And like, so I feel, yeah, having Luka Modric uh, to, to father him being on that Luka Modric's wing is good. But I feel that's the challenge for him. That's the challenge for him now. 
to be able to be a center midfielder but still retain his skill sets that's 100 the challenge and i yeah, like definitely, definitely. it's hard man it's hard because if you look at competition in jude bellingham for example i think jude bellingham and kamavinga of course at this point are 100 better footballers than him you know look at what jude can do on the ball off the ball his 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 energy his his leadership qualities his his decision making you know i've i've watched jude bellingham live and i just talked about Arda, the decision making like also that's the thing that impressed me the most about jude was like every time he got the ball he just does the right thing you know like i'm watching from up top and i'm just seeing like yeah give that pass and he's just like yeah he's he sees the game at such a good at such a good speed and if you see chuameni as well who who was uh who actually was doing very well for for real madrid before the World Cup, before injury and then when he came back he had a bit of a problem so 100 yeah, percent problem right yeah like he wasn't really back himself also minutes as well so the minutes reduced his comfort so basically the season just went but if ancelotti can i don't see any reason why ancelotti shouldn't be like you know what's new season coming again because when chuameni was playing for real madrid real madrid fans were like we don't even miss casemiro he's incredible he's an incredible footballer He's got a wicked shot, such a good player, physical. So it's, it's 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 so difficult for this kid, and I feel like what's going to win it for him in terms of the long run in his career is patience. Also, look at Martin Odegaard, for example, yeah. right? Because if Real Madrid, for example, bore him and it's like, oh, these are star, these are young star, but there's also they are suspending hundred million on Bellingham, so there's no reason why Arda should be priority in terms of should I say bias or nepotism in terms yeah. of minutes or things like that. Let's even say they are on par in terms of ability you know they have like bigger way bigger investments in young players so i feel for him he, I, i've seen him like he just he has that football brain he has he has that magic in him but that magic has to translate into consistency yeah over definitely. 90 minutes definitely. Yeah. over 90 I, minutes I agree, I agree. and that's the only way he can uh what else i like about arga is uh he, he's really good at uh, set pieces too like yeah, he takes yeah. a really good corners for an 18 year old 17 year old like beautiful corners beautiful free kicks he, he had scored a plenty yeah not plenty but few yeah because he doesn't really take that much because of the coach he, he really didn't say go take that go take that free kick out of that so uh corners uh, left side of the corners was all him and he like assisted three times as i remember like in total in the whole of the season and that's a really good in uh indicator of a player's quality i think how they're good and set pieces uh stopping balls corners uh far away free kicks yeah. which you have to cross and produce there and like he's uh i think in real madrid arda will really use his time very very well and i don't really believe that he will have much time but he will use that time very well and maybe try to increase his minutes because as I said, uh, he doesn't really fit into Real Madrid's Carlo Ancelotti system that well right now. But Carlo's leaving next season. Somebody else will come. I don't know who. Maybe Zizou. I don't know. But uh, maybe with the new coach, he might want to uh, use Arda, or he might want to uh, like send him away, yeah. send him on alone because he's <laughs> he still has some raw qualities to him still it's it's difficult like it's just like martin odegaard yeah. real madrid but yeah, at 16 yeah, years old it's, it's just giving me flashbacks of that you're just like and wow what an extremely talented technically yeah, they, gifted left i remember uh, yeah. odegaard's highlights were as good maybe better than our yeah back Od- in the day. he was like 10 and doing crazy things back in like uh his back home like country yeah and he came to real madrid very young like 16 14 yeah or something. Yeah, like 14, 15, yeah, yeah. 14, 15. Like, he was really good, maybe better than Arda, but he didn't work out. Because, and Odegaard's and Arda's game are not really that 
uh, different. Yeah. Uh, they have some different qualities, but they're kind of similar. Yeah. You know, and we will see how it goes. Hopefully, it goes well, man. Really. But at the end of the day, though, it doesn't have to work. Like, look at Odegaard now. He's the captain of Arsenal Football Club. Yeah. Like, at 22, 23. So, at the end of the day, it looks like we've known him for 10 years. Like, I've known this guy for 10 years. At Like, you know, he's just been going out on loans to, like, you know, Dutch football, this, that, that. But now he's the captain of Arsenal Football Club. Also, I think, runner-up in PFA Player of the Year. I mean, Arsenal were very, very close to winning the Premier League title. They capitulated. But also, in the big moments, Odegaard stepped up. Yeah. He's got some... Like, when Arsenal were struggling... Saka went missing. Odegaard didn't really go missing. He came up with big goals and big moments. So I feel at the end of the day, it doesn't have to like you can even go back to maybe a Mo Salah, for example. You know, in 2014, Liverpool wanted him. I, I wanted him. 2013, I wanted him. I remember when the rumors were were going crazy in squads and boarding house then, and uh, it didn't happen. He went to Chelsea and we're like, oh, Egyptian Messi. You know, there's a lot. Of, no, that's the thing. So when you see a player performing at a high level, now sometimes people forget like he was a really talented youngster. That everyone wanted and he went to chelsea and it didn't work blah 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 and he went to italy you know fiorentina roma and then came back even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And again, you know what I'm saying? From like, he's what, 30 now? And from 25 years old to 30 years old being one of the best footballers in the world yeah, every yeah. single year. So I, I don't think it has to happen for him at Real Madrid. Also, as you said, there's a chance that with his little minutes because I remember how Casemiro got his chance at Real Madrid you know after going on loan several loans to Porto and yeah. coming back and that Rafa Benitez season when they were struggling every time Casemiro came on he he did well but Benitez just never you know it's about the balls you know to just like say okay you know this guy I'm putting him here also Kovacic Kovacic and Casemiro every time they played they were so brilliant but it's just having this boss to be like okay you know what this guy stay here and all your other guys go you know we don't want that and Zizou came in and that was about his singular change they just took Real Madrid to the next level. Like this guy plays well. He's, he merits his minutes, and I'm going to play him. And that's what happens. So I feel like also the same thing from for Isco as well. You know, Isco was always in and out, in and out. Even in their Champions League way in 2014, you know, he wasn't really a mainstay. And it's like I'm going to build a system where you can play. And between 2016 to 2018, what Isco showed is crazy. I've not, I've not since then. I've not seen anything like that in terms of the number 10 role. Before then, there was, but I feel like Isco was the kind of player where where it just looked like, yeah, the coach is just like, go on the pitch and do what you want to do. Yeah. Like, change your coach style. Like, just do what you want to do with that freedom. So I feel, as I said, for Arda, he has to do so well that the coach has to be like, okay, yeah, you know what? Just play your football. Apart from that, he has to adapt. Like, it's what it is. You see Kamavinga playing left back. Yeah. 
and he's crazy good at it as well. So I mean, yeah, that guy's that that kid's so good. Though. Yeah, yeah. I love Kamavinga. Yeah, he's though. he's insane. He's yeah, insane. You, you could play him in the right wing too. He's so good. Any anywhere so you play him, but it's also it's also about the temperament that young players need to have because it's very easy. Like I myself, right? I've been uh, like I've played football and I remember my coach saying go play centre back. I wasn't happy. I was sulking at first, like, this is the game, because you feel like, I'm not playing my position. And that's why a lot of players leave, they're not happy, it's happened a billion times. Yeah. And once your head is gone, so it's about that temperament for this kid, like, he needs to know that, I just, like, it's not going to come easy. I mean, it might, if the coach has a certain bias towards you, but it's like, it's not going to come easy and I need to keep working. If the coach tells me to play left back, I need to play very, very well, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And because who, like, people start differently. Garibald, for example, was a left back. And made his career as a as a as a world class right winger. Yeah. He was a left back when he, his first one and a half years at Tottenham was a left back and he was doing good. You know, it's like go up top. Bukayo Saka was was a forward, but when he came into the Arsenal team, because Arsenal were having like of course left back crisis, he played well one and a half two seasons at left back. You know, he did. He held his own there. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. That's so that's literally now. Look at Saka is one of the best players in the Premier League, best wingers in the Premier League. Yeah. So I feel Ada just needs to look at that and just know that I have to be ready to transition my game into different something different. Yeah, he be like he like what we see him today, man. Now I remember John Obi Mikel, right? Exactly. But but John Obi Mikel in 2005, what a player! Like his flair is yeah. insane. It was a crazy number 10. My United and, and Chelsea were battling for his signature. I had the privilege of meeting the guy, the agent who broke out that really? deal, yeah, uh, back home. So we talked a lot about like he was, but if you look at what Obi Mikel became as this like flat defensive midfielder, yeah. and he stayed at Chelsea for what, like twelve years, fifteen years, well, to have a career that high, you know, captain Nigeria, win the African Cup of Nations, it yeah. wasn't the Obi Mikel that we saw. And do I think he wasn't better? Like I feel, I don't know, I don't have any opinions. Maybe if he stayed the way he was before. Maybe he would have, should I say, made more of a reputation for himself. I don't know. But it was that Jose Mourinho was like, Hey, you, I'm not playing in this in this 10 role. Come, come and sit here for me. You know, sit here, win tackles, do that for me. And that's also, and that's what, that's what he made a career out of. So I feel that's what's important for Arda, that he's still, he's still 18 or what, right? Or 17. Yeah. yeah, so... He just became 18 like two months ago. So he's still so moldable, like... I don't know, who knows, maybe he'll be a left-back, you know. We saw what Marcelo did at left-back. Like, those are number 10 skills at left-back. Yeah, I, I, I really see him uh, as to transition as a position. Uh, he could play right-wing. Because what happens to Rodrigo? Like, what if Rodrigo gets injured? Uh, Real Madrid's forward line is very thin. They've also, very they've also thin. let Asensio go as well to yeah, PSG. Yeah, Asensio so. went. Uh, and I don't really see uh, Rodrigo as a pure right-winger. I like him in the left, too. And what what ha- what happens if one gets injured? Valverde has to move to the right wing, right? Like uh, Ancelotti played uh, like that in 20, uh, 20, 21, 22 season. I remember Valverde yeah. being in the right wing, and Rodrigo being in the uh, being in the, sitting in the bench, and uh, that could happen. And uh, the player Arda has to compete for minutes in the midfield region is all of course like Valverde. And Modric, right? Uh, we will see what happens, though. I feel what you said is is very brilliant because there's no reason why he can't transition his game into being a right winger in terms of just adding that bit of sharpness. I feel like he has all the tools to be a right winger. Real Madrid lost Benzema, lost uh, Asensio. Their forward line, as I said, is extremely thin. They brought back Joselu, but this is like it's a position where you look at Real Madrid's forward line. 
the only world class star there is Vinicius Junior. Yeah. Uh, Rodrigo is also immensely talented. You know, I love all love game. Immensely talented. Yeah. I also feel like, I feel Rodrigo probably ends up as a nine in his career. You know, but yeah. of course now he's playing out wide, getting the skills and 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 stuff. So there's 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 room. You know, there's room. It's 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 Vinicius Junior who has his spot now. And in my opinion, all the other players. Hosolu is also very talented. Like coming back to Real Madrid, you know, when they let him go as a young player, he always did very well off the. Also, when I was talking about like. Casemiro and, and Kovacic and these guys, Jose Leto was in and around the same time, very brilliant player, you know, and they let him go, you know, he's also had, he's also held his own in other teams in, in Spain, and now he's back, And but still, like, I feel if I'm out, I'm looking at them like, there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to hold hold my own down in the attack, it's, it's actually pretty thin, I even, I even didn't think of that. Yeah. Uh- I see Real Madrid getting another like a forward type player, maybe a guy who could play both wings, uh, maybe uh, backup. I'm seeing Mbappe again. What do you think about that? I just want it to be over. I feel like it's <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like yeah. I just want it to be over. Like for Mbappe last year, if you renewed uh, a two-year deal, then I mean, what PSG? I've never known PSG to ever sell a valuable player yeah. since, the, since the takeover from Maxwell from Maxwell to Verratti to Ib, like they don't like you just you have to finish your contract it's like it's a prison there it actually is a prison they don't sell they, they've never sold any of their stars it doesn't yeah. happen they just let you go everyone you have to run down your contract and then like as long as they have a say they're not gonna let you go so i don't know what mbappe was really expecting really signing that season you know but if you sign then it's fine you stay when you're 20 how old will he be he's, he's turning 25 this december i think yeah so i mean he'll be 25 next uh summer yeah that's 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 fine you're you're the all-time leading scorer you're everything you've i don't know you've he's achieved already so much now i'm stand for another phase in his career it's perfect uh if mbappe comes of course there's, there's talks of like finishers what's going to happen between him and Vinicius but I don't think that's a problem I think ultimately Mbappe will be put as the nine yeah even though he likes to drift out right but I think it's just it's just like a lot of fantastic footballers playing with each other and things like that it's, it's really exciting to see also yeah. the, the amount of what should I say young talent right now young talent young competition in that setup right now and it's really exciting to see what other other does he said as I, I, he said and I quote I won't live on loan this is not an option I want to stay and play for Real Madrid and uh, do you think that's what's going to happen to him, Jason? Do you think he's going to stay? Because I see that Real Madrid want to, of course, get him a good precision, you know, get him good precision action and then judge. And then after that, gauge if he is going to play an active role or if it's better to loan him. Because in my opinion, I don't think he should be so against the idea of loan. I understand that a lot of players who go out on loan never make it back. Yeah. But a lot of players do. Like, if you look at maybe the likes of like Mason Mount at Chelsea or even Casemiro at Real Madrid, like, a lot of players do. Hurricane at Tottenham, you know, yeah. ultimately it's about when your chance comes. And all these guys, their chance came by mistake, you know, but when your chance comes, when that guy is injured and you have to step in, what are you going to do? So, in my opinion, I don't think it should be so against the idea of loan because the worst thing that can happen to him is a wasted year of development. Because if he just is a Real Madrid, isn't playing, and it's like you get, so where he could be maybe like, in the Dutch league, look at what happened to Javi um, Simons. People were giving him a lot of stick for leaving Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona fans were insulting him. Oh, see, you left. And so Fati, like, I'm just like, look the guy's his career. And he went to PSG, went to uh, PSV, and everyone wants him now. He's a mainstay. He's started coming for back his team. To PSG, I think. 
they, they are triggering the buyback calls exactly and and now he's coming as as not as a star but as as somebody you know what i'm saying he's, he's a solid name now in european yeah, football yeah, yeah. so i don't think alone is a bad thing for him what do you think uh, i think uh the deal that he had made with real madrid for the first year is they definitely said that we're not gonna send you away so uh for the first year i think Arda stays uh there's a slight chance he might be gone in the winter winter window but is a slight chance i really think he stays for the year and when ancelotti leaves a new uh coach comes in and i think uh how well he performs this year with the limited minutes that he will have yeah the new coach will probably be watching and new coach will decide that if he will go to go on a loan or stays and with two uh, midfielders retiring next year i see him staying maybe but a long move to maybe dutch league maybe one of the easier leagues and even maybe he stayed in fenerbahce for a year after uh, being sent on real madrid and sent back on loan to fenerbahce that would be lovely because uh, he would have developed the tools that make us like the champions again yeah like uh, we need we needed arda and i really am sad to see him go and he was really such a big asset for us but it is what it is i'm happy for the guy and when real madrid comes knocking you have to accept it and i really understand i sympathize with him i wouldn't really want to stay in front of our for mm. another year when real madrid calls Bro, of course it's, it's, an, it's an opportunity that your head will be going like what if you know the football is so funny you know injuries might happen and then it's just gone that opportunity is just gone you don't you don't ever get it again so ultimately we we'll ended this what's your big prediction for this guy what uh, do you think is going to happen i think uh he will uh, go to the levels of mesut ozil at least and i think he will eclipse mesut ozil's time in real madrid because uh he's still very young and he will learn from one of the best midfielders ever uh, luka modric and I see him eclipsing Mesut Ozil. I see him uh, moving to Premier League in uh, in his career once and playing as a role of Odegaard maybe. And uh, a career line of him being similar to Mesut Ozil, like Real Madrid to Arsenal yeah. or wherever in Premier League. I see him happen. I see it happening. But I also see him. Uh, the guy wants to stay in Real Madrid forever, as uh, he said in his. Uh, is yes, yeah. first interview and you've seen the video of him putting the shirt yeah like he's, he's going like this man he's so excited to be here and he if you ask him he will want to stay there with the limited minutes like that was his dream and he named ronaldo as his idol that's kind of a weird thing for me because he looks very like he's basing his game off messi yeah and he says his idols ronaldo i hope it is because i mean he cancel his messi yeah, I know, I know, I know. But uh, I hope it's real and he, his idol is really Ronaldo, so he would have to work really hard yeah. on the mentality of Ronaldo. So, uh, I don't know, man. I'm very hopeful. Not for this year, though. Uh, this year, it will be iffy because of the limited minutes. But when he develops at age 20, maybe 21, he will be a super player, I hope. I hope he doesn't have any injuries, though. That would really uh axes development has he has he had any injuries no, so far i don't remember because he's not like yeah. the type of player to get injured a lot because he doesn't really run that much you know? yeah uh he's i seen him wear like knee tapes once 
Uh, that's uh, that's a bit sad thing to see in a young player. I see Jude Bellingham wearing that new tapes yeah, a lot. Yeah. That's not a good indicator, I think. Yeah, I, I think also with Jude Bellingham, to be honest, is injury prone. People don't talk about this so much, but yeah, he's injury he gets, prone. Yeah, he gets injured. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I feel there's there's spots there to be taken, and it's gonna be interesting. Ultimately, I think from seeing him, I think he has all the tools in his locker to be able to make it to the highest highest level in terms of the yeah. way he sees the game how he sees the game like as a, he always reminds me of Odegaard because yeah, how too. how I've always described Odegaard is he sees the game faster than his teammates and his opponents on the pitch and even when his first long spell at Arsenal when things didn't work I remember talking to one of my friends who's an Arsenal fan he was like cussing Odegaard bad I was like no this guy will come good and now he's a, every time I always remind him I said because I see like a lot of the times it's not even his fault he's, he's playing the game on like a faster level than he sees it he sees it like he's, he's way more clever than people other people on the pitch and yeah, missing it on the television and other has that same kind of thing yeah. so i feel 100 he can't make it he has to be lucky and he has to be willing to to work to learn to keep it simple to be honest and and to be and to be needed to be needed i feel a lot of coaches don't have the balls to do a lot of things so for them for you for them to play you they have to feel like they need you and there's a lot of ones that they know okay if i go with this guy he probably can do all these things that maybe this guy can't do but at least this guy i know i'm having this so he needs to give his coaches a sense of security a, a minimum level of consistency that the coach knows with him we can maybe hold on to the ball well because the thing about magic is magic is magic can just turn you into a substitute player like look at marco Asensio, for example who his technical ability is insane yeah. he goes like his left foot like pre his injury it was not the best we've ever seen let's not even kid like people were talking about okay the Messi comparisons were stupid the robin comparison of course was stupid but it's just the fact that when someone put the ball and struck it like it was just magic you yeah, know what i'm saying he, 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 he could put them in from 35 yards it was insane what like he, he did what he wanted to do his like, it was just a joke at some point you know scoring like bangers in back to it looked too easy you know but sometimes that's the thing when it, you're like a moment's player you're a moment's player you can you're, you you turn to want not a need and coaches will always go with what they need they always go with that safety they know that okay these guys maybe they're going to recycle possession well they're going to help me hold on to the ball well you know and hopefully if, if the system plays well then we can get a goal or something but yeah i mean it's an interesting one and and we'll all be looking out to see if Utko is right if other truly eclipses is is also you say like of course he, he didn't represent turkey but everyone else is turkish uh do you think he's the highest like ceiling of a turkish or someone with turkish ethnicity turkish talent maybe as a player uh i i hate his mentality man i don't like the guy because uh he, i'm not gonna go into politics of this but i don't really like the guy as a person but as a talent maybe yeah as a player just as a football player yeah, as a football as a player. talent uh like a pure technical ability i he was the best i've seen like he was at the top in the technical levels back in like when he was playing in real madrid insane passes to ronaldo i i used to watch real madrid a lot back in the days uh he was really good maybe highest technical ability i've seen from a turkish player but i hope arda really can eclipse that because what of overall as a player just overall as a player um i don't know really would uh, you rate maybe like uh other turan or ilkay gundogan uh ilkay oh I'm, I'm, i totally forgot ilkay you know i i really like ilkay's game a lot too uh, but he's he's kind of different uh, yeah different. yeah his yeah he's different but uh in technical ability ilkay is also very very good maybe hakan chanolu 
Also a very good uh, set piece taker. Great indicator of a technical uh, how technical a player is, like I said before. But Arda can really uh, get into the levels of those guys. For me, more Gundogan, more Gundogan. Because if you look at Hakan, what I talked about being a moment guy is basically Hakan's problem, in my opinion. Like, he doesn't consistently play football matches well. Yeah. He's just a guy who is capable of that magic. And that's it, it just leaves you with so many underwhelming performances. You know what I'm saying? When you're a guy who you're capable of something, but if that doesn't happen, you're not... You're so par. It's almost like you're not doing anything like look at the champions league final for example or even so many other games like so i don't think i don't think uh Adra should be looking at uh, hakan and be like yeah i want to yeah, be like that like definitely. like from when hakan was very young as well in germany like his highlights was at boston all over all over europe like you know what his free kicks his his long shots is he's insane like he's yeah. also in but it, that's the problem you know and that like, when we go back would you say oh Adra is more talented than hakan maybe but maybe not as i said a lot of these players actually when they're young players, they're actually very, very talented. That's why they're top-level footballers. So he just needs to find that consistency and need to adapt. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Thank it was, you, man. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Honestly, I yeah. It, honestly, yeah. I should do this more often. And let's see. Arda, you guys tell me what you guys think of him. I don't know if many of you have watched him. But this, if you don't know, he's a diehard fan of Bachi fan. And as you said, he's been following the kid's career since he was about 15 or what. So... He does what he's saying and he's said some really big things here. Yeah, definitely I did. That if he doesn't go to pass, I'm not the one who you hold accountable. <laughs> I'm not the one. I'm not the one. You like, yeah, this is the person I should hold accountable. Some really big things are said here. So watch and see. You guys tell me what you think. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe. As I said before, don't be greedy, don't be selfish. That's how the algorithm knows that you are ingesting the best football podcast. I'm Tana and Utko, thank you so much. Thank you, man. Thank That'll you be all for today. Again.